Hi. Hi. Welcome back to episode six. I'm super excited about this one. I just want to say excuse our volume. Hopefully we are coming in loud and clear. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit of technical difficulties yeah. today. So we're on episode six today. Mm -hmm. um, this is Trisha. And I'm Evangelist Lorianne. And, and we're, we're kicking it with Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So Evangelist Lorianne is going to talk about. I actually am going to talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Ooh, good one. Yeah. That's a good one. She really, um, especially this past week. Right. <laughs> so, you know, let me just say if um, you guys have not seen The Chosen, mm. am I telling yeah, you the truth? Yeah, no, I, that episode was Ooh. like Ooh. crying. So, so, the woman with the issue of blood, I don't think we ever really stop and think about how this woman felt mm -hmm. what she had gone through you know i would say for the 12 years and we don't know you know when it started for her right you know i'm gonna assume it was early on but as i watched the chosen in this particular episode a lot of things stuck out to me that you know, when you read the Bible and you read these things, you don't really stop to think about mm. how she must have felt right, or, you know right. what I mean? You just, all you see is her faith. Right. It definitely is a little bit different when you're watching somebody portray that, you know, like in front of you. You're like, oh yeah, you know what? Then you go back into the Bible and you read it and it's like a whole new perspective. Yes, absolutely. But I think a lot of things for me, but because of Jewish custom, and you know, it's it's in the book of the law, in the beginning of the book, but in Jewish custom, any bodily fluids that came out of you, right. anything, right. It, it passed anything, right. you were unclean. Right, right. Leprosy, you were put in a, in, in a little island all your own, you know what I mean? Right. And you were not allowed. You know, I, I we laugh, but it's true. Like right. you were secluded, and how that must have been for her. Right, because even I mean, like obviously the chosen, they're gonna dramatize some Absolutely. things. Absolutely, obviously, right. But it, it it is pretty good with along with the Bible and a lot of aspects. But she probably, she definitely didn't have a husband. Because she probably, once she started bleeding when she was a teenager mm. or whatever age she was, she never stopped. Right. That's the way I would look at it. Right. So she never was able to have a family or a husband or her family just was probably disowned her. Right. Right. And I just think that, you know, just bear with me for one minute. So it says in the Bible, in the book of Luke, in the eighth chapter, um, In the 43rd verse, it says, And a woman who had suffered from hemorrhage for 12 years and had spent all her money on physicians, everything that she saved went to doctors. And listen, I, I, 
in my heart, like again, watching The Chosen, like all these things, I sat in silence after for a while, mm -hmm. and I had to talk to Jesus about it because here's this woman, not only did she spend all her money, but all her hope. Right, right. That's deep. And the Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. So how many times have we hoped for something just for that something not to come forth? Right. And then eventually you hope just you're all, you're all done. Your heart is sick. You can't. Right. And so <clears throat> she said to herself, and you know, Again, like you said, the movie, it dramatizes. Right, right. So, you know, she, how she found Jesus, who knows? Right. Maybe she was there on the mount and she listened to, you know, his his sermon. Regardless if she was there or not, she heard about yes. him. Even if she didn't see the miracle, she heard about the miracles. So let me ask you a question. Because it's just, let me ask you a question. Do you think, Regardless of how she heard of Jesus, she heard of Jesus. Do you think that the Holy Spirit somehow, or God the Father, however way you want to put it, because the Holy Spirit, let's face it, wasn't yet. Yeah. Right. But do you think that maybe God put it in her if you just touched the hem of his garment? you'll be healed. I think that for sure, like maybe not understanding where that thought came out of, mm. but I think that in her mind, she had to have been like, oh, he's here? Oh, he's here? Well, I heard of the miracles, and mm. I know that I know that I know if I just touch him, touch his clothes Ooh. that he's wearing, I'm going to be healed. Yes. So I have to get through this crowd. Like, I definitely think that she had a thought in her mind yes. where if, do we, do we believe the thoughts that come through our mind are God or the Holy Spirit talking to us? I don't know. I do. I believe that. Some mm. of the thoughts. I do believe that something probably came through her mind and she was like, yep, that is true. I'm going to go right. and I'm going to touch the hem of it. Just like mm. raise it and just that faith. To know, right. like, I don't even need to talk to him. I just need to touch him because I know that if I touch him, that's the power he has. And I'm going to be healed. Right. You know, it, as I watched it, you know, knowing the Bible, she just touched, and, and the Bible says, it, and again, in the law, you know, men were supposed to wear their tallits, and on a tallit, if you own one, you have fringes on the tallit and they were they were the law oh, you know yeah, yeah. they were the law but at the bottom of his garment he had it too and um that's all she touched was the law right she grabbed the law and immediately she knew within herself the bible says she knew within herself that she was healed and I think to myself, how did she know? How did she know that all of a sudden 
the blood just stopped. Was she bleeding that bad where she could feel it on a constant basis? And I'm not trying to get all like, ugh, about it. I'm right. just saying, how did she know that? I think she probably did. She probably did. Living with ugh. something for so long, just think about if you cut yourself mm. and it's a good enough cut, you can feel the blood come out of your, that cut. If it's enough of a blood coming mm. out, you can feel it, get it. You know what I mean? So she could, I think, I personally, my opinion, thinks that she could have felt that. And then there's uh, maybe, this is my opinion, when you get your period, right, the cramping that mm. you get. Yeah, all right. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe she had that cramping because of, I mean, 12 years is a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you even live and, that's and, and not die? For, you know what I mean? And she had to have felt like instantly that just like dry up. Right. You know, the right. cramping go away. Just, I don't know. I, that's in my mind how it would have went yeah. for her. And, that, you know, I, 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 and I called you this morning right. because I found this amazing because in in the in the show you know again she's nobody's kid right. because she's been ostracized right. because right. she's unclean right so she's been a wanderer and alone her entire life right however many years that has been and so here's Jesus. So I read this story, you know, preparing for this. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. There was points where I started to cry because I can almost feel her pain. Right. You know, we, we boo-hoo for the stupid yeah. things of life. We don't have it close. Right. 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 So <clears throat> Jesus says to her, he calls her daughter in the 48th verse. Your faith, your personal trust and confidence in me has made you well. Go in peace, untroubled, undisturbed, and in well-being. And Trisha, it wasn't him per se her touching him. It was her faith. And I really feel in my heart that that is something that humanity needs to pray for. Yeah. Mm. For Jesus to give us faith because that's the one thing that we lack because we're so undisciplined. Right in anything we choose to do for Jesus. Right. You know what right. I mean? And so it was her faith. It was Jairus with his 12-year-old daughter. It right, was right. his faith, you know? So I really feel it like- It was the, not to interrupt you, but yeah. it was even with the, when they put the guy through the- Yes, the It world. was the friend's faith Yes. that he, you know, it's, and it, there's something to be said when we move in that realm. But I feel in my heart that that realm is bigger than oh, us. Absolutely. It absolutely. needs Jesus. Right. 
to, to put in us for us to move in that realm. And so, you know, my prayer since that show is Jesus, fill me with your faith. Right. Give me faith to believe you for the unbelievable. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think that that is going to be a battle mm. for the rest of our lives yes. on earth. That is going to be something that we battle because, like God said, I give you dominion over the earth to Satan, right? Yes. So we are constantly battling good and evil. Mm. We want we want to follow Jesus and have the faith, but then we also have all the thoughts right. of, yeah, it's not real. Why are you going to put your faith in something that's not real? You know what I mean? Right. So we're constantly battling, but I think that it's how God wants it anyway. Right. Because if we just had faith, would we really have faith in him or it would just be us? That would, and let's go back to her. You can't tell me for one second that she did not battle with the thought here he comes, touch him. Right. Because the Bible says that he was so crowded that people were pressing him. Mm -hmm. So does she really, being constantly bloody, does she really want to go in front of everybody and right. just touch him? I'm sure that the enemy was messing with her oh, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But even it like... I love watching The Chosen because it just makes the Bible alive oh, in my mind. Oh. So when I read the Bible, I think about the people of Chosen, right? And like, right. and then I can put it together, and that's how my brain works. Like, right. okay, now I'm reading the Bible, and I can see it play out in my head. Yeah. And who was it? Peter that was like, Lord, or Rabbi, what do you mean, who touched you? You see every, um, right, you probably passed 17 million people that touched you. What are you talking about? Let's go. We got to go. We got to go. And he said, no, some, and I think like Jesus meant is somebody intentionally touched me for my power. Yeah. Somebody intentionally because I felt it. Yeah. And imagine being that girl, you're on the floor and you're like, oh, yep, it was me. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm throwing you out. But again, and I said that to you this morning. You know, he, he, he wanted to know, Jesus said, someone did touch me because I was aware that power to heal has gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she could not escape notice, she came up trembling and she fell down before him. And she declared in the presence of all the people, the reason why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And I said to you this morning, like, he called her out in front of everybody. Now give glory to God. Right. That's, right. that's how I feel. You had the faith to believe it. Now give glory to God for doing it. Right. And, you know, so often I said this to you this morning, you know, you'll go to church and who wants to give their lives to Jesus? Raise your hand. You raise your hand, they ask you to come forward and you no, stay in your seat. Never mind. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to look at me. Right. But it's a declaration. Right. It's a declaration of faith. It's a declaration of trust. And it's a declaration to say, I'm giving you glory because I know that you did this for me. Right. For me. Right. And so I really feel like, you know, 
this woman, her faith, her faith, and because of her faith, she got one of the greatest blessings of her life. Right. She not only got healed, but she got Jesus, you know? That, I mean, obviously, again, we don't know what happened with that conversation with Jesus and her, but when he, it broke me because I swear, like, God is so good. Like, Mm. he hears everything that we say or don't say. Like, he hears in your head. And, you know, right before I started watching that episode, I had said to myself, you know, I had a a rougher upbringing with my dad and all this stuff. And I said, in my mind, I said, well, I can be friends with my parents. Mm. You know what I mean? I can be friends with my parents. Parents, I can't, to to see them as my mom and my dad who I grew up, you know, you know, I, to see that, but I want to be friends with them. Yes. So then I watched that episode. And when she was on the ground and she said, I don't have, Mm. and he said, daughter, I was like, tears, instantly. Because I'm like, you know what? He is my father. Yes. And he may not be on earth. And my dad, you know, my dad wasn't there all the time. But he has always been there. And I can remember time after time after time, even before I was saved, before I was walking truly with Jesus, where he saved me. Mm. Instantly, you know what I mean? When I was 18 months old and caught in a fire, I was the right. last one in the fire. Why am I alive? Jesus was standing, and I—you could call me crazy—but Jesus was like this over that crib yes. of an 18-month-old, absolutely, and holding, holding me. He was there the entire time throughout my life, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I'm just now saying, I'm sorry, Jesus, that I didn't recognize that. But thank you so much that you never gave up. Come on. And you kept pressing in for me. Yes. You know? Yes. So for him to say, daughter, it's just that that part was so great. Absolutely. So great. Absolutely. I just really feel like, you know, if if our audience hasn't watched The Chosen, yeah. you may want to think about it. Right. You know, is it all... Completely biblical? No. I mean, of course, you have to have Hollywood. You have to have things. I mean, there are some things that, you know, are not completely in the Bible. But again, but most of it is. Right. And But it, it'll challenge you. Go watch it. Right. And then and then what they're reading, what they're talking about, go back and read it. Right. That's what I started doing. That's right. why I ended up diving into the Bible two years ago because I'm like, well, now I actually want to read what where that's coming from. And mm-hmm. it just... It's nice to see it, but then again, so it gives you a picture in your mind. Right. But then read your Bible. Right. And God is going to speak to you. Yep. I even would say, you know, all the movies throughout time that I've been alive, they've always showed Jesus as sovereign, godly, holy, and rightfully so, because that He is all of the above. Right. But the chosen not only shows him as godly, holy, but they also show him as humanity, as a man, and how we feel and what we go through and the pain over the loss of a child or, you know. Of a friend. Right. The loss of a friend. Right. 
you know, because his best friend died. Right. Even though he knew he was going to resurrect him, he wept. Right. The shortest verse in the Bible, like, Jesus wept. Are right. you serious? Like, that leads me. I know you're going somewhere. We're going to wrap it. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole, wherever, you yeah. know? Bunny trail. I was listening to a podcast this morning, and she was talking about how Jesus was always there mm. in the beginning, in Genesis. You know, some people think that Jesus isn't God. But Jesus was always there. Like when Moses was talking to the bush. Come on. It was, could be, I mean, it's not in writing that that's what it was, but it could be that that was Jesus he was talking to. Not God the Father, it was God the Son. And how Jesus in the Old Testament has been on earth already. Mm -hmm. So he not only is... God Almighty, God who created, God, Come on. you know, He is God, our friend, yes. God, our our Father on earth, because He left His seat on earth, on in heaven. I mean, somebody that created this entire being, why would you want to come down here on something that you're gonna feel pain and suffering and depression and anxiety? You're gonna feel more of those than happiness, especially in His role. He left that seat to come here to mm. feel all of that. So not only is he God Almighty, God, he, he created everything. He's our friend right. who feels the anxiety that I feel. He felt that, mm. you know, and I, I, I do believe he felt that when he came here. You know what I mean? Like, right. of course, he would probably have known that when he was in heaven, but he felt those here. I mean, he, he begged his father if there's any other way. He, did. he didn't want to die because now that he's there and he feels it, just think about that. Right. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. It's like us, you know, because the Bible says that he felt what we feel. Right. He carried our infirmities. He carried our diseases and our sicknesses. He carried all of that. He knows firsthand and I really believe with all of my heart that this show really pulls that to the surface right. and shows us he was like us right. as well right but he did it in a way where he loved to honor his father yeah he loved to be obedient to his father and that's something you know that is a prayer of mine too is you know, to just be obedient to what it calls me to do, even if I don't want to. Or you're scared. Because he was, he, I don't care what anybody says, he was scared. Yes. He knew what was going to happen. He knew, like, that, gosh, this is going to hurt. Come on. I'm going to die. Like, Come I'm on. scared. I have anxiety running through me. Why does it have to be this way? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do it anyway. So even though I'm scared, yep. I'm going to do it because it's your will. Like, can we be like that? Come on. Because when we get scared, we're like, mm, never mind. Or, oh, this is too much anxiety or too much depression. But we know that God wants us to get through. Right. You know? Right. So, you know, I just really feel in my heart that, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, maybe listening, mm. that maybe they don't have an issue of 
blood for 12 years, right. but you've been sitting in a place of feeling completely unwanted yeah, for 12 years. Or alone, or sitting in a seat of who wants me. Right. Whatever the case may be, you're sitting there too, just like the woman with the issue of blood. And rest assured, she felt alone too. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, Trisha's here to tell you, you're not alone. Right. You're not alone. Reach out. We will pray for you. You know, that is why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and so I'd like to pray for the people that may be watching and may be feeling alone, right, maybe right. feeling rejected, maybe feeling like I don't have a mom or a dad and there's nobody there that wants me. Right. I promise you, there is a Christ and he wants you. He loves you just the way that you are. And if you just invite him into your heart, he'll come and he'll live there and he will make you different. He will set your heart on fire for him. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, so we're going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just love you and thank you. We thank you for all that you do and all that you have done. Jesus, I ask that you would touch every heart, every person on the other side of the screen that may be going through the same thing with a woman with the issue of blood. And maybe their issue is not bleeding for 12 years. Maybe their issue is maybe a sickness or a disease. Or maybe it's emotional when they feel bound mm. by drugs or alcohol or depression or anxiety. Or maybe they just feel unwanted and unworthy. Because let's face it, Lord Jesus, these things are real. Yes. They are real. And the enemy would love nothing more than to just make us plummet. So, Father, as we come together as one, we ask Jesus for these people on the other side of this screen. I pray that you would touch them first with the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that if they would open up wide their mouth, Father, and cry out to a God that sees them. You are the God that sees. So, Jesus, touch them. Touch them with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then I pray, Jesus, that you would give them the strength to reach out to us and give us a heart to pray for them. Give us a heart to lead them. Jesus, we love you and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We want to thank you for tuning in. Again, we apologize if it's a little low. Yes. Our microphone was not working. We want to remind you to like and share. Yeah. Subscribe. So you're always up to date on Tuesdays. You get our episodes right away. You can download. Yes. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Kicking It With Jesus. So find us, send us a message. We're getting close to our end of eight episodes. So we want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to hear. Yes. What's next? What's next after this? So make sure you like and subscribe. And until next time, we're kicking, kicking it, it with Jesus. Jesus.